Hoagie's Garage, Tobe. Hey, you're in Rocky again tonight. Well, didn't have a very good day today. A little under the weather when the morning started. Feeling better now, but didn't think I'd better drive over. Yeah. Of course, it's snowing again and it's cold, but. Yeah. And I let it my ain't kid go to, quite yet. I let my kid go to Sioux Falls, so. Um, oh. Okay. Yeah, but it's better, better it's, you than me. Yeah, it's zero and feels like negative fifteen right now. And Tobe, we're not going to see that temp again until Sunday. Yeah. It's going to yeah, be Sunday before. It's going to be a little chilly. What are they talking? 40, 50 below wind chills for the next couple, three days. Yeah. Don't don't we just love living here? So. Well, I still love living here. Just certain days, I don't care for. <laughs> yeah, I'm just glad it's not a week or two. I mean, within a week, it's supposed yeah. to be back up to 35. So, it is what it is. So, um, just run down some thank yous here, Tobe. Uh, J and J Designs. I got. Quite a few of the hats today. Um, I have all the stocking hats in and most of the hats, and I'll be looking to get those out to people here fairly soon. Um, American Heroes uh, got me the American Hero clothing, got me the hoodies. So all the hoodies are in. Um, with this weather that we're going to have and the wind, I'm going to be honest, I'm not, I'm not going to be delivering to anybody. Um, <laughs> If it is for Christmas or something like that, I'll reach out to you. I'll reach out to everybody, but uh, we'll work that out. Um, Rapid Graphics, Tobe, I got some new tins. You're going to love it. Uh, I'll get Ann off my back a little bit about having the picture of me and you by the car. Um, but uh, I, I love the fact that uh, he's so quick. Uh, Blake does an amazing job, and we really appreciate everything he does for Hoagie's Garage. And if you're looking for any signs, you guys really need to look him up. RM Woodworking Shop, look him up on Facebook. You want anything with an American flag on it or a welcome sign or anything, Matt McKinney is absolutely amazing. Um, I had some special ones made up for some people, and uh, I can't say what those are because I know they're Christmas presents. So Merry Christmas to a few people. Um, Told my sprint car came in today. My uh, 118. Oh, uh, the one you won't tell me about what it is. I won't I come tell over. you what it is, but the racing trading post. Look them up on Facebook and eBay. I'm telling you what, this car is amazing, Tobe. You're gonna you're gonna love it when you get here to see it. So uh, they shipped it out. Um, shipping was not much at all. It came in just a few days, UPS, and it was outstanding. So. Um, we need to mention want, dirt, dirt track. I wanted to bring up, yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, go ahead, Tope. Well, Dirt Tracker Daily, um, it's a podcast type thing I watch. It's a video one. The guy talks. I can't give you his name right now because I really suck with names. But he gave a shout out to us. I've heard it twice already now, if not three times, that he's mentioned our podcast on his. He gives a list at the end of his show. But um, Dirt Tracker Daily covers a lot of information, a lot of different series. I really enjoy his shows. Give it a little bit of a listen. It's Dirt Tracker. He spells it a little different. It's D-I-R-T-R-A-C-K with an R. So it's Dirt Tracker Daily. But just Google it up. Listen to a few of them. They're really good shows. Yeah, and it's it's truly daily, Monday through Friday, uh, and it's short. Yep. It's a 10-minute deal, uh, which is great. I mean, it, you, you just kind of – he talks about something different every single day. Uh, it's a and absolute, He does have a – he has had a few interviews with different people too. Yeah. I mean, I think I was a Brad Sweet one I watched a while back with him and stuff, and yeah. So and David David Gravel kind of blew him up a couple times here lately, so it's kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so hey, the last thing I got to end with is we're not going to have an ending to our show tonight, Tope. Uh, oh, okay. First that of all, the pressure off of me. <laughs> yeah. First of all, you know we have Lance Deweese and we have Don Great Kreitz Jr. coming on, which is I'm super pumped about. They're from oh, PA, yeah. but we're gonna end the show with a possible sponsor um, coming up. Uh, we'll see if they come aboard. But it's a little interview with Rich Philly, and he owned. He is a. He basically started the operation, but it's T. P.R. Carts, and uh, you're going to have to find out what it is, but if you're, if you're into any go-kart racing or quarter midgets, 
um, you're really going to want to make sure you listen to the end. Um, what he, what he sells uh, could really help your uh, team out a ton. So um, I'm definitely. I mean, we sponsor a little go kart operation over here in uh, Rock Rapids, and yep. uh, I'm gonna. You know, I'm, they listen to the show, so they'll probably hear it. But we're definitely going to share the information with them. But uh, again, that's TPR Carts. And uh, the owner of it is Rich Philly, and it's a little six-minute interview with him on what what he's selling and how you can get a hold of him and buy it. So, but when we come back, Tobe, we have Lance, Lance and Don, and Don <laughs> Christ Jr. Fulkins Brothers Trucking, complete livestock hauling. A load with us is a load off your mind since 1979. Call Trim at 800-831. 8553. That's Fulkins Brothers Trucking. Um, call Trim at 800-831-8553. And thank you, fellas, for being part of our show. All right. We're back at Hoagie's Garage. And tonight, kind of special. We're, we're uh, I'm missing my sidekick again. He was a little bit sick, so I kept him in Rock Rapids. So, Toby, how you doing? Well, doing better, I think. Doing better. That's good. Um, and then we have... Don Kreitz Jr. on, and we have Lance DeWeese. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. I'm doing very good. Good, good. Don, maybe a little bit louder on your end would be great. Um, okay. How? Let's just get it started with uh, how long have you guys been together? Don, go um, ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, since uh, 16... I think was the first year, so I think this was around the seventh year. Okay. Okay, that's good. So how did how did that all come about that you guys got together, Lance? Um, it's kind of you know, I wasn't sure I was going to race anymore, and then um, actually, my mom said something to me about that Don um was going to put person in his car because he had health issues with his racing, with the concussion issue, and. Yeah, I really wasn't even going to call because I really wasn't sure what he was thinking. Yeah, I mean, if he was just going to take a young guy and put in or whatever. And then I finally decided to call him, and it took us maybe a whole five minutes to <laughs> to work the deal out. He had to get approval from Davey, but uh, it kind of took about five minutes to work the deal out. And it's kind of been a match, I think, you know, on my end of it, it's, it's been a match perfectly for me on what I wanted to do. I didn't want to race 80, 90 times a year anymore. And, um, you know, at my age, I can't do that anymore so it's it's very hard on your body and mentally so oh, you know, yeah the 40 race schedule works really perfect for me you bet um don how how long have you and davy brown been together uh well this last stint i'm gonna say where he's kind of been helping me you know i don't want to say full time he just comes to the track but you know, uh, has been since 99. And then, you know, I, I met him in, uh, Oh, around 1979 or 80, he was working at, at winners and I, and I met him up there was the first time. And, and he's always, you know, helped me out as far as answering questions and stuff I had, you know, even when he wasn't helping me and, Usually when he was in between helping other guys, you know, he'd just come over and, and hang around with me for a little while. But uh, like I said, it's been since since 99, he's, he's been uh, with us the whole time. Well, that That's an impressive run right there for guys to yeah. stay together that long in anything. That's 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 good. Um, but now, now you guys live a little ways apart from each other, I believe. Um, Lance, do you do much with the car from race to race, or is that mainly Don? That's mainly them. You know, I'll go up and, you know, weld up a new car with tabs and all when he needs me, or if he needs me to come up and help with something, I will. But, yeah, we're about two hours apart. So, oh, okay. Um, Pretty good drive, you then. Know, you know, all he has to do is pick the phone up, and I'll, I'll run up and do whatever needs done. But, um, yeah, it's a little bit of a jaunt, you know, between them, you know, to do it, but every, you know, all the time. But, you know. I'm here. He knows I'm here for anything he needs done. And, you know, he, he normally, you know, when he needs something done, he'll call me and I'll go up and get her done. Yeah, that's so, – how far, how far is Davey Brown from you then, Don? 
Uh, he's about an, an hour and uh, and fifteen minutes, and I wouldn't say he's necessarily in Lance's direction. Probably a probably a probably a little bit. I don't know how far are you from him, Lance. Well, to, to his place, I'm probably about realistically probably forty five minutes to an hour. Okay. To his place from my place. I mean, he's not way out of the way if I was coming up to the shop. Yeah, does it's a little bit out of the way. Does he help much then during the week, or is it is it mainly you, Don, and some other guys? Uh yeah, but mainly just myself and my crew. Dave, Davey will come down to the to the shop. You know, usually if we're putting a new car together or something, to check it out and you know make sure we're doing everything right and <laughs> you know up, up to his. Uh, he specs. He likes to look over everything, and I'm I'm very fortunate. I I have a few retired guys that uh, that help me, you know, and and they're you know they come over. I don't want to say every day, but you know they'll they'll come over and and mess around, and and really those guys do most of the main maintenance, and then I just I just do stuff to the car that you know I like to do with the torsion bars and stuff that. Uh, you know, stuff like that, that and and setting it up naturally and everything that uh, you know, I kind of put the final touches on, but really, most of my guys do all the heavy lifting. Yeah, that's always good to have somebody do the heavy lifting for you. I look for that all the time at work now already. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to, for you guys, then, what's the hardest part? I mean, you've had some great success as a team, so what's the hardest part to keep it? keep the operation going you could say and to maintain that success level you've had um just uh, to, for me it's just staying staying up with everything keeping competitive because it's always a moving target a little bit you know and the nice thing about it is we've both been around a long time that you know, we've seen everything that happens and kind of understand the highs and lows of it and you know we don't get too up and we don't get too down when things are not going away but yeah, it's just it's a moving target all the time, and they do a really good job at hitting it a good bit of the time. Yeah. What? Uh, um. What? What would you say? You know, in the future, do you guys see yourself staying together? I mean, do you guys talk about the future? Do you? You know, is this another three, four, five year deal? What? How far ahead are you guys looking to go? Are you just taking year by year? I think both of us, we just take year by year and just take the next race. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, you just never know. You don't know what can happen you know, with my health or his health or, you know, sponsorships or whatever. You know I mean, so I, I just think, I think from my end of it, I think we just kind of just, it's mainly year by year, you know, but we just, you know, I told him when I first drive it, you know, if he wants to race, we'll go race. If he don't want to race, we don't need to race. You know what I mean? So, yeah. it's, you know, I mean, if he calls me up and, on Thursday night says he wants to skip something this weekend, I'm fine with it. And if he calls me up on Thursday night, say, let's go race this weekend that we didn't originally have scheduled, I said, okay. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's, it's kind of more up to him on, on what we do as far as the racing and all. And, you know, as far as, you know, from my end of it, it's, you know, it's, year to year and you know because you just never know you don't know with with both our ages you know how our health's going to be and, and as long as you're still enjoying it that makes it that much easier to continue with it you know, i enjoy it. i don't know you have to ask donald he still enjoys it you still enjoying it don <laughs> yeah no no it's it's been i don't know we've just been so uh fortunate you know it has and and i said right from the very first day before we even ran a ran a race with lance i said you know that 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 we hit the lottery i mean if if i would have had my choice of you know any drivers that i could have you know put in the car and and i mean any of them really in the whole country i i, I can't imagine anyone would have did a better job a better job than lance you know one more races than he won you know, and he hasn't, you know, wrecked a car up much. It's just been, he's been the perfect driver for our team. Still more, uh, I mean, we have a good car, but we're still more lower budgeted, I'd say, out of all of at least the better, you know, the better teams. And, and Lance knows that. And, 
knows if we're fixing stuff all the time, we're, you know, we can't make the car faster. So he's, he's well aware of that and, you know, drives accordingly and, you know, still gets a job done. You know, I'm, I'm amazed sometimes really, you know, with his age and I mean, towards the end of the year there, we had a good run and, uh, and the tracks weren't dry slick, you know, they were really wet and, and yeah. fast and you had to be up on the, you had to be up on the wheel. So, uh, you know, it's been good. We know it's going to come to an end sometime, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, we've been, you know, very, very happy. Don, let me ask you this. What, what is your, uh, work? What is, I take it you have a speed shop. Um, at least that's who I called to get a hold of you. What, what actually is your business? Yeah, we, we mainly sell sprint car parts is, is what we do. It's just a parts store, like a, a very small, or I'll say small speedway motors, you know, something, something like, like that. And, uh, uh, so I've been very fortunate that I've done that most of my, most of my life. My father started it and, uh, then my sister and myself took it, took it over. And, uh, that's, pretty much what we do uh every day is answer answer phone calls and you know take take care of customers so is it all brand new parts or is it some used or it's all new we don't we don't do the used stuff i mean we'll sell our own stuff every now and then but we don't buy out teams and you know sell stuff like other guys do yeah yeah interesting all right so Go ahead, going to Tom. some of the going to some of the big news from this past week at down in India and stuff. Got that big high dollar race now that Tony and Flo are putting on the million dollar at Eldora. Um, you guys have any plans to go to that race or just going to sit at home and watch it? <laughs> it's it, it's hard to miss it, even though we you know we haven't been there and and. You know, it, it's hard to go to them tracks where the other guys have been. Just like we went to Charlotte at the end of the year. We just decided to, to go. Uh, I mean, after Lance won the National Open, I, I said if we win the Tuscarora, the National Open, we'll go to Charlotte. And, you know, once they announced that, we already did have our rooms. We had heard rumors of it. So we, we, got, our, we got our rooms and, you know, we're – planning on going as long as you know the year's rolling along fine sure. it, it, it's not worthwhile to go out of town you know if, if you're not if things aren't rolling real good and, you, and you're going good but you yeah. know as long as uh you know everything's going okay we're we're planning on going well it, it's a pretty good drive yet what i'm just guessing what is it a seven hour drive maybe to get to indy from you guys or ain't it that yeah, long it, it, yeah it, it's it's probably more nine for Donald. Yeah, I was going to say okay. nine ten. Okay. You bet. You bet. Hey, let's uh let's take a quick break and we'll get right back at it. Like to thank Octane Inc. from T South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars hobby stocks, it doesn't matter. Uh, Side-by-sides, they wrap it. Uh, they also do coolers, and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, you name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing, and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. And we're back. Um, Lance, Let's maybe start with you on this. What's what's your thought of the high limits and the high limit series? I know you know Kyle Larson uh, pretty well and stuff like that. I know you guys go golfing and stuff. What what's your take on their series that they're trying to put together and kind of sneak some races be 
you know, where the world of outlaws are fairly close and stuff like that. Um, just what's your take on that? Um, I might, might shock some people by my take on it. I, I think the, the idea of it's great. I mean, their, their thought behind this was to give sprint car racers more races to race for better money. Um, kind of like, you know, it kind of comes from when Kyle started racing some late ball stuff. But, you know, they're kind of trying to piggyback off the outlaws a little bit. And, you know, so, you know, I understand, like, the outlaw end of it, what they're trying to do for themselves, too. So, I think, oh, in the big picture, it's good for the sprint car industry. It's good for, you know, guys can race for more money. Um, you know, just, I just don't know if they are going oversaturated certain areas, you know, like when they come in here, they got races in here with the outlaws in here. And, you know, there's a lot of racing, you know, in a, in a week and a half time in here. So I just don't know how much the fans will be able to handle, you know, going to all these races. You know I mean, to... somebody, somebody could get hurt by it. Yeah. The idea behind it's great, but you know, I just don't know. But the, the concept of it's great. It's it's gives more high dollar shows. But I mean, even like us, as Donald could tell you, you know, we don't. Even the ones in here, we probably won't run them all. You know, we'll maybe run one or two of them, maybe. Yeah, because yeah. they're they're with other big shows in here. So for us, it's to stay prepared and all. It's just harder for us to keep running. We're not Donald's program. We are not designed to run. 60 races a year. Am I right, yep. Donald? Yeah, yeah. No, so, no so, definitely. And yeah. what kills you is all the, you know, when they come all in a row or, or you know, kind of even, you know, like three and four days or, or something like that, even if there's one day off, we're just our, our team <laughs> with our age and the way we like to go back to the shop and work on stuff and not really do it on the road. It, it just... It just doesn't work out, and and even even me, even though my concussion stuff's going really really good, uh, going every night like that, I, I you're just not as sharp. And I you know I knew it. I could see it at Charlotte and myself. The first night I did everything right, and Davy wasn't there, and we were on our own, and I did everything right, all the right guesses. And the second night. I did maybe half of them right at best. And the last night, I think every decision I made was wrong. You know, <laughs> I just get, uh, and you don't want to, and you try and rest up or whatever, but it just, just not as sharp because I, I get like tired, you know, in my head, even if you're not physically, like really physically tired, just get mentally tired. Yeah. And, I, and the one thing I think people don't, I'm glad Donald said about that because what most people don't understand when they talk about our team and us not going this place or us not going that place, they don't realize with Donald's concussion issues was yeah. a lot of people don't even you know realize he has concussion issues, so they don't you know when they're talking about us not going somewhere race they don't understand the whole thing about this team and how this team operates and Donald's you know the biggest part of this team team so um, you know that's what they don't understand sometimes they have to. You know, sometimes we have to just skip just so everybody's fresh, including me. But, yeah. you know, I can see it in Donald at certain times, you know, when when he starts having a little bit, I don't want to say issues, but exactly what he talked about down in Charlotte. But, you know, it's just, it's just part of it. You know, I mean, we all know it. And it's just, you know, it's just one of those deals. And, you know, we'll try to run some. But, you know, like I said, they, you know, one's right before the Grove National race that we means a lot to both of us. So, I mean, yeah, I doubt very much we'll run that one. I don't know for sure, but I doubt it. You know I mean, and like Donald said earlier, it's got to do with how you're going, how everything's been during the year, and you know stuff like that. But the concept's great. Yeah. yeah. Now, like you guys, you said, you know, well, I'm 56, so we're no spring chickens anymore. And like Husitz runs that four day high bank nationals thing. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm taking like two or three days off that week. Just so if I get home at one in the morning, I don't have to get up at quarter to six to go to work the next morning. I'm going to sleep in because it just, you get, I can't recover like I used to that, that staying out all night. Just don't work very well anymore. And and that's what people don't like. I'm 57. So what people don't understand is, um, 
you you get driving these things. I don't get so much worn out physically from these things, you know, mentally. And then, like when I got hurt earlier in the year, if that would have been ten years ago, I wouldn't. It wouldn't hurt me like it did. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you know, we would have been back in a car sooner. You know what I mean? Sure. And and granted, I planned on racing the next night until my my wife and my owner told me we weren't. So, but, <laughs> but you know what I mean? But it's just stuff like that. And, and trust me, you know, that night when I left there, I thought I'd be fine to race. Well, I'm, t- I'm mm-hmm. telling you, the next day, there was the, realistically, there was no way I could come back in a race car. And it you took know. a couple of weeks before I could get healthy enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you, when you first crashed the 20 year old driver and you was still telling you it was going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So what's what's your take then on the outlaws allowing these guys? You know, I guess they really haven't set, um, you know, like Volusia and some of them that they've run before, and you know the the some of the races at Eldora, like this million dollar race, is that going to count against them? But what what's your take on the outlaws opening the door a little bit? I mean, once they open it a little, are they going to have to open it more and more? You want to answer that a little bit first, Donald? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know what to say there. You know, I'm sure they're <clears throat> in a tough position and, you know, they don't want to lose key, key guys or, or any of them, you know, nowadays. And, uh, I, you know, I don't know what the right approach is. I, I again, like Lance said, I, I think the idea is great. I think you know, and it'll probably work out. You know, honestly, better for for the outlaw guy. They're on the road already. They're already paying. You know, motel rooms and stuff. Is it, if there's a a good paying show in there on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, it it honestly it, it works out good for them. For for us. You know, especially when they're in the area, it, it'd be hard for us to throw a, you know, to throw another race in there. Uh, we just need <laughs> more time to prepare than that to do everything the way that that we like to do it. And uh, but you know, I, I like I like that they're paying really good in, in the races and paying good back through and and it's good. I guess we'll just have to wait and see how it plays out. Yeah. Like my thought on that is. is I, I've I've always been a pretty look at every side since I've been racing, yep. and I think the Outlaws did what they announced. I think is kind of the best for most people involved. Now there's going to be people that are not happy with it, but I always tell people you have to be careful what you wish for sometimes because there's a reason the Outlaws don't let the racers go race other races. Um, I use in here a perfect example. If all of a sudden their racers are showing up at racetracks that are un- not not sanctioned outlaw shows and tracks are getting their racers to show up, why is there a benefit to have an outlaw show then? Yep. Sure. And then down the road, guess what happens? You're not having outlaw shows. You're not racing for good money. You know what I mean? Yep. And if people can say what they want, and, and the outlaws have not always been the best organization, but they have a lot to do with what we race for nowadays. Oh yeah. Um, they still are by far the best purse for a traveling series to race for by far. I mean, and yeah, it, it, there's a, there's a fine line there that they have to kind of protect themselves just like the teams are trying to protect themselves. So it's, it's a balancing act. And I thought what they announced was a, semi pretty fair thing for their team still can go race and not lose nothing. And if they want to race a little bit more, they still can do that and lose a little bit. You know what I mean? So, you mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Yeah. Well, I think those are just some hot topics and I, you know, I just wanted your guys' take on those a little bit, but getting back to you two, is, is there any races that, you two have not won together yet that you really hope in the future that you can possibly win? The next one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, to me, for me, me personally, 
I've accomplished way more than I ever thought I would driving a race car. You know, when I started driving a race car, I just wanted to drive a race car. I never thought about, you know, making money at it or anything like that. You know, I, mean? I just wanted to go racing. Um, yep. You know, once I started that journey, I've always, you know, dreamed about Knoxville. But then I'm also smart enough to know I don't go to Knoxville nothing more to, you know, have a legitimate shot at racing and winning it. Um, you're not showing up Knoxville and going to win that race, showing up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not racing there. Yeah. Yeah. So it yeah. just, yeah, I mean, just look at the history of it. It don't happen. Um, so, um, you know, most of the guys that are really good around that place have a lot of laps around that place or, or with teams that have a lot of laps around that place. So, you know, but I'm very comfortable with what we, what I've done, what we do. And, you know, our big shows in here means a lot to me. And I think it means a lot to Donald. And, you know, I just, you know, I think that's what we gear up for all year. And, you know, that's what we, you know, if you look at our record together, we've been pretty successful with our big shows in here. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Don, is there any that stick out to you, or do you agree with what Lance says? Yeah, no, I I, I agree. I don't really, I mean, we we won, honestly, you know, the, the races that, the bigger races that, you know, we'd have a shot at in here, we, we've won them, and, uh, so there really isn't just like Lance said the next the next one you know we we you know, we try if we're just going to the Grove to screw around and it's a regular Friday night show or you know if it's seventy five thousand to win at the at the National Open so you know Lance drives as hard as he can I run around like a nut in the pits all the time and <laughs> <laughs> you know that's just what uh, what we do yeah uh, I mean if I had to pick one the outdoor or a million would be nice but, <laughs> you, you, know, for, you know realistically for what and not that we can't win that realistically but you know for what we're gonna run around here um, I'm fine I know you know Knoxville's not really uh, you know I don't want to say a possibility, but that's probably not going to happen. So, you know, we just do it as good as we can. It's always nice to, uh, you know, win an outlaw show because you're running against the best guys. And, you know, even if it's not the biggest show at the time or whatever, you know, I don't even know. We won two and then we won one in the summer. So it's like three outlaw wins and this year out of not really running against them that many times is 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 pretty darn That's good. Impressive. It, yeah, it's it's hard to get them out. Like a lot of stuff has to go right, and uh, <laughs> you know it's 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 remarkable to me. Even though they were in our area to, you know, to get three wins against those those guys, and you know everything just went right for us those nights. You bet. Let me let me ask so. you a quick question because last year Danny Dietrich said to go to Knoxville. I don't remember exactly, but he said for him to make a trip to Knoxville is about ten grand. It, it is that realistic? I mean, is that what it takes you guys to come here and you know tires and um, you know the whole the places to stay and everything else is is it that expensive for a PA team to come to Knoxville? Well. I don't think 10 grand touches it first off because I can tell you I made five rooms for the Knights at Eldor before they announced that race when I thought they were, they were going to announce it. And that's five grand just to stay there in motel rooms. And that, and Eldor is half the distance of Knoxville. So that doesn't even begin to get into, you know, tires and you don't go to the Knoxville nationals, not unless, you know, you have a fresh motor and, and, and I, and I mean, it, it's to me. It's it's a lot more than ten thousand for for us to go there and and you know try and do the best we could. I I don't want to know how much it is, you know. But you know, I I doubt whether you know it's at least twenty five. I would I I would think, uh, you know, realistically. Wow. Well, Five grand for the hotels, but it's a good thing Slick lives in Pella and doesn't throw us out of his basement. <laughs> That's right. Oh. So, um, I know last time we had you on, Lance, you talked about when you flipped over behind the tow truck one time. <clears throat> but for you guys, what's the craziest thing that's ever happened at the track? Whether it was when you guys were together or when you were each on your own, or what's one of the, some of the craziest things that ever happened? Let's start with you, Don. 
if you can come up with one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You got you got me on on that one. I mean, uh, the craziest thing that ever happened to me, and and Lance knows this, and and I don't even remember. He could have been a benefactor. I don't know if he did or not. Is Hagerstown used to have a sprint car show at the end of the year, and uh, they used to have one after their. Oktoberfest, or I don't remember if it was after or right before, had a Twin 20 show. Well, anyway, one of my friends that was uh, running, and uh, I told him he could run a second car there, and and uh, blah blah blah. I'm, I'm leading the I'm leading the race, and uh, coming off four, coming to the to the checkered flag, and in a wing sprint car. You know, after you get so close to the flag, man, you can't actually see them because of the wing. You know, it yep. blocks your vision. Yep. So I got to that point, and I thought they waved the checkered flag. And here he pulled it back and didn't wave the checkered flag. Well, wait, when you win a, win a race, usually, and you're driving around, like all the photographers and everything give you a thumbs up. And, yep. you know, so everyone's doing that. I come around, and I take the gear the car out of gear stop in victory lane not knowing that they pulled the checkered flag back and <laughs> they you know i stopped on the track so they made me go you know go to the, oh, they made the, you go to the back oh. so so the reason for the yellow was the second car that i left someone run uh, <laughs> you know it caused caused the yellow and, and caused us to win so that that was probably the Craziest way to lose the race. Oh. <laughs> and yes, I was the benefactor to that race. I ended up winning. Oh, <laughs> but, but I did not know it was his other car that caused the caution. I did not know that part. Oh man! So that that actually puts more salt in the wound than anything. So, yeah. Um, but realistically, like other than the tow truck story I told you guys, yeah, there's not much. But Donald's gave me two wins in his career. He gave me one. One there at Hagerstown, and then an All Star show at the Grove the one year. He won, and I was second. And he went across scales was light, and left the scales. You know, pushed away. And I rolled on the scale, and I was a pound light. They rolled me off, rolled me back on again. It went a pound heavy, and they said I was good. So that was two wins that he gave me. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing about that, like, I didn't plan on leaving the scales because I knew there was no way I was light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so that told me Donald thought he could be light. That meant Don was pushing the envelope. <laughs> yes. And the funny thing about it is the next day at Lincoln, you know, the traveling series always used their own scales back then. Yep. Next day at Lincoln, they did not use the All Star scales. They used Lincoln scales. <laughs> and now we're way heavy. Good. Yeah. So, <laughs> but that's besides the tow, tow truck story I told you guys last time. That's kind of the you know, put a little icing on the cake of Donald getting two. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you bet. Hey, we're gonna take one more quick break, and then we're gonna come back with some crowd questions. Co-op Energy, your tri-state supplier for all your energy needs. Tires for cars, trucks, and tractors, and fuel like farm fuel, gas, and propane to heat your house and all your livestock barns. Co-op Energy even supplies the propane for the propane pusher. Co-op Energy has several convenient stores in towns located near your local tracks. Stop in before the race to get your gas, snacks, and beer. If interested in doing business, with CEC, give Randy a call, 712-400-8216. One more time, 712-400-8216 to set up an account, or you can visit our website at www.coopenergyco.com to find a location near your favorite track. Some of those locations are Wildcat Junction in Larchwood, Jackrabbit Junction in Sibley, in Worthington, the Interstate Sea Store, or the Blue Line Truck Stop. In Lakefield, it's Junction 86, and in Milford, Bogie Junction. Stop by and see what they have for you. 
All right, we're back at Hoagie's Garage, and we can't thank Lance DeWeese and Don Kreitz enough for being on our show. Um, I went actually out to the Facebook guys and uh, said, if, if you were interviewing these guys, what are, what are some questions that you would love to ask them? So the first question is from the Hullsworths, and they want to know um, the light blue car is very well known in PA for so many years, Don. Why did you choose those colors? Uh, my father used to used to race, and close to us was used to be a Reading Fairgrounds, and they ran modified there, and, and they ran sprint cars uh, some. And anyway, my father had a light blue car, and when I started running, I kind of just adopted that, and the same, the number was his, 69, so we, we just kind of adopted that. All right. That was going to be my next question, 69 and why, but uh, I was I was a little scared to ask you the why 69, but it's good that it came from your dad. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, next question comes from Jason DeWall, and he wants to know, in 86, you won the King's Royal in a Nance car. It has the flat hood, but he also wants to know what the stacks are coming out the side of the hood. You know, normally the stack sticks straight up on top of the engine nowadays, anyhow. So back then, uh, Nance, whose chassis we were running, they they made stacks that were bent and came out the side so you could have a more aerodynamic hood because normally, the, like you said, the stacks come out the top. So you have to make the hood, you know, usually with some type of a hood scoop or something to, to clear the to clear the stack. So coming out the side, uh, you know, you didn't have to worry about that, and it made it more aerodynamic. So that's why we ran them. Is is that the okay. biggest race you you won, Don? It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was naturally it was fifty thousand, and then back then, uh, you know, J.W. Hunt would go. You know, normally in the Ohio shows, and he'd add a lot to the purse sometimes, and he added 2000 that night, you know, cash that he paid in, in Victory Lane, so it was actually 52 That's awesome. Well, that works. <laughs> yeah. 52000 in in 86 was a good chunk of change. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was nice. You bet. Uh, so this one, we'll start with Lance, and Don, you can answer too, but... Tyler Drukey wants to know if you are starting a brand new 410 racing team from scratch. How would you how would you do it? Where would you focus your money? And what type of races would you go to? Mm, when he says how would you do it, he means like cars and motors and what would I run? I'm assuming that's what he's kind of meaning. Probably. I'm guessing so. Um, I... Well, the chassis end of it's kind of a little weird because you 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 have Maxim, we run Maxims. You know, they're pretty darn good race cars. You know, there's guys that run JJs that are really fast. There's guys that run Triple Xs that are really fast. So it's only would be maybe depend on you know your driver that you were going to put in it. Maybe you know if he has a preference and you have a preference, the engines. Yeah, kind of the same way. It kind of depends on where you're racing and what you're racing out of them. I probably, if I was building a team from scratch, um, I probably would use the same engine we run right now, riders, um, just because um, Thomas and the whole crew there, you know, they do a great job and their stuff are, is very reliable. You don't have issues, and um, and I would run a pick and choose schedule. Um, you know, you know, you could you you have a little bit more leeway of going to the areas that you 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 want and don't you know, get tied into one thing because you know when you get tied into one organization it you know, it can be stressful at times to you know keep doing that night in night out um but that's kind of how i would start it you know what i mean you bet yep. don are it kind of the same type of way or where would you focus your money uh i always i always did and you know back whether when i started or or even up till now, uh, I mean, we finally got it really, honestly, at least not till five years in with, with Lance, did we ever even have a second car. And then usually it wasn't hardly too 
complete cars. You know, you're always robbing from Peter to pay Paul. We're running the one car one night and have to take stuff off the other car. And I always concentrated on with a limited amount of money, one car, putting the best car on the track that I could not worrying about if, if I crashed when I was driving or, or when Lance first got in the car, when he came in the shop, I showed him, I said, you know, we had one car. I think we did have two, two motors, uh, when he came, but we had, you know, no spare rears, no spare steerings, no spare frame, you know, nothing. <laughs> and, and I, I just, rather than most guys would spread it out cause they don't, they don't want to miss a race so that, you know, they make sure, sure they have a second car and maybe a, a frame yet besides that. And I just, Whatever amount of money you have, if it's fifty grand or whatever, I put it all in one car to make the best car I can that to me would give us the best chance to win. Now, if I could add something, you know, when you ask that question, it's kind of a vague question because you know <laughs> it is. The, the money plays a big part of it. But just kind of give you an insight on like a little bit of my race career. There's no other than there's one team that I drove for that I'm going to say money wasn't an issue, and that was Al Hamilton. Um, when I started driving the 461, which was a big break in my career, when we when I first went there, we basically had two motors, one aluminum motor, one steel motor. You know, we kind of had one car when we first got there. And, you know, and when I left that program after seven and a half years, we had five motors. You know what I mean? And we probably had three cars kind of race ready. You know what I mean? And, you know, you just build it over time. You know, unless yep. you you can write big checks. That's how m- most teams in here are built. You know what I mean? I honestly yeah. like Dietrichs and, you know, they do it. You know, they start and they just kind of keep building and building and keep, you know, trying to add on as you, you know, come up with sponsorship or, you know, if you, yeah. if you're fortunate enough, the one thing I tell people you know, when they ask me about, um, you know, racing a sprint car and I'm starting to get that a little bit more now since my son started racing 600s. Um, biggest thing is you need laps so reckon every week don't help you it don't help yeah. one else and no. all it does is put you behind so um that's how you know if you can keep going about wrecking you just kind of keep building the program as you go you bet one get one piece at a time and add to your inventory <laughs> yep <laughs> <clears throat> okay last question for you guys um then we'll let you go micah sleeman he wants to know what's your favorite kind of chassis was that you've used and i'm assuming that could be in the past or what you're running now if you had a favorite one back in the day it you know because they seem to change from year to year go ahead Donald. i'll let you go first uh i i don't know you know whatever's working good at the at the time we've been on you know early <clears throat> in our career you know we did run them them nance cars and and uh you know most of the time we go to the track, we'd be the only one that had one. So it, it was nice being, you know, being different. And, and then we had Brian, Brian Schnee's cars and, uh, you know, then we had Avengers that we had a lot of success with and, and not many guys had them. And, you know, now for the past, probably, you know, 25 years, we've been on, we've been on Maxims, uh, you know, which is also probably the most popular. So, that kind of shoots the other theories in about when we kind of had our own car different from everyone else. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's just, you know, you kind of just get comfortable with something and whatever it is at the, at, at the time, you know, you just do the best you can with it. Yep. Well, so I, a side note there, little side note there, you mentioned Brian Schnee. Back in the day when Fulkins was playing around in a sprint car for a year or so, and he had Schnee drive a couple of times, and our whole crew actually ended up at his wedding. He invited us to his wedding when he got married to Gene. So, oh, well, cool. Yeah. Well, my my end of that story would be everything Donald just said, but probably one of my favorite cars that I ever drove was one we called um, Half Breed. It was a Schnee that we took in front of one car that I wrecked and the back of one car that I wrecked and combined them, put them together. And I think we won 20-some races that year with that car. Really? It, it was it, it was just a good car. And we we just, you know, we you know back then the cars were not as consistent as they are now. You know, at least in my experience, you know, Donald, 
you know, could say yeah or no on that, but, you know, it was a lot harder to get from one car to the next to be good. You know, they just weren't built as consistently as I think, as I think they worry about now. But, um, but yeah, that was, that was the car we always just always had great success with. And it just, you know, it was just funny because it was two halves racked. Yeah. Yep. That it was a good race car. <laughs> That's crazy. You could weld the two together and make one of your best cars you've ever had. That's, yeah just sounds crazy but whatever works i mean that's the main thing if it works it works so yeah say uh before we let you go i got one more question that's my own question and i could be wrong here so i might shoot myself in the foot but don uh a few years ago did your like hauler motor blow up or something and did you ever get a new motor for that or did you end up getting rid of that hauler or what's the whole story with that we we did it did it, and it was from uh coming home from knoxville when we were out there you know whenever that was three four years ago uh with lance again you know it, it blew up I, I think it was around ohio or something they uh, they did i had flew home to miss less less work so couple of my guys were in it and you know they called me and and they did end up nursing it home but it basically was blown up and uh you know we we kind of they they we got another motor at the time and put it in and honestly it didn't ver last very long and you know it blew up again it might have lasted six months or something and then Ugh. you know luckily you know, one of my sponsors stepped up and he had a trailer and he went out and bought a dually truck and, and is how we raced. And then, uh, we were, we were selling it blown up and actually, uh, Paul Silva called, I, I think maybe Kyle contacted Lance first and, and then to get my number or something. And then Paul Silva called and, and they bought it and he said, that, you know, they were either going <laughs> to, fix it up to use on their, when they go to run midgets, he thought they'd fit good in there or they're just gonna, you know, fix it up just kind of for a momentum thing to keep. Oh, really? That's, that's cool. <laughs> that is pretty cool. So, all right. Well, we can't thank you guys enough. I mean, we're just little, little hicks from uh, Leicester, Iowa here. So we really appreciate you guys coming on the show and almost spending an hour with us. So thanks for doing that. Um, Don, do you want to maybe mention your sponsors or anything like that before we let you go? Uh, yeah, we, we, we've had, uh, uh, Sean, plumbing has, has really uh, stepped up. He's just, uh, a long time friend basically that owns a business and we've had, uh, Hess Irons been on the car since, since Lance's, uh, Lance has been in it and, uh, rapid tire and, uh, SCA trucking, uh, BGR, uh, Blazers Body Shop painted everything this year. Sightscapes, uh, we 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 get a lot of uh, help, and and everyone, well, everyone needs it, but they they, they know how we operate, and that's the lower bus team. So the the guys really, you know, we couldn't do it without our sponsors, and I really appreciate them. You bet. Is there anything oh, else? Oh, and we have Jet Jetco. Sorry, from out near, <laughs> out near you guys, and and that was all set up through Calvin. I'm sure you probably know who he is. Yep. Uh, so uh, anyway, just from Calvin, you know, talking back and forth, and so they help us out some every year, and uh, we 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 do have a pile of them on the car. You bet. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we're sure looking forward to it, and I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to mention before we let you go, but we again, we really appreciate having you guys on. Well, thanks for having us on. Yep, thank you. All right. All right, you guys have the best of luck next year. Thank you, and Merry Christmas, guys. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you guys, too. All right, we're back at Hoagie's Garage, and today's kind of special for me. We have a guy out... Uh, Rich, it's it's in PA, correct? That's correct. Thanks for having me. You bet. So it's Rich Phillip, and he has TPR Carts, and that Carts is with a K. TPR Carts is his business. Uh, before we get into that, Rich, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I grew up in the south central Pennsylvania area. 
a huge fan of dirt track racing. Uh, follow all the big guys around Williams Grove, Lincoln Speedway. Uh, we lost Trailway Speedway this past uh, a year or two years ago. That was a, a heartbreak for all of us, but, um, you know, huge, huge racing family. Um, we race ourselves. Started racing about six years ago. I got a crazy itch to buy my first race car. Ran a street stock for years. Uh, took some time off, and then now we focus on with my son who races quarter midget racing. Uh, down at Hagerstown Speedway and the Quarter Midget Association down there. So we're having a lot of fun right now. Yeah, you bet. Well, since we're talking about your son and stuff, why don't you tell us who who do you have for sponsors and stuff like that? Sure. We uh, we, we really grew our race program this year. Um, right now we're going to run a bull rider chassis made right here in Pennsylvania, one of the best chassis we believe that you can run. Uh, we're gonna we have some new partners and sponsors with us this year. We got uh, we're partnering with David H. Martin Excavating. They're coming on board. We're gonna do some advertising for them. Uh, we're sponsored by uh, Herb's Exteriors out of South Central Pennsylvania, Shetron's Auctions in Shippensburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, so it's it's gonna be a great year for us. Yeah, that's that's great. When it, it you really can't race without sponsorship. I mean, you can. But man, that sponsorship is what helps helps you so much during the year. Absolutely, and uh, you know one of the things with our TPR car business we've been blessed and able to do is that we actually sponsor two race teams this year as well. So we have sponsors coming in for our race program, and we have we have sponsorships going out to help other racers. That's that's outstanding. That's really good to hear. So let's talk about your business. What what is this new business that you've created? So we. We, we racing ourselves was always a challenge, right? Like you said, sponsors go hand in hand. And, uh, you know, racing support equipment in the quarter midget karting world, uh, it's, it's the, the idea of quarter midget racing is to be competitive, but also affordable. And we ran into an issue trying to cross both paths at the same time. So we started building some pit carts for people just kind of out of a hobby here. And we have slowly grown. Uh, well, I shouldn't say slowly grown this year. We really took after it and started focusing on providing, you know, pit carts for quarter midget teams, uh, race car teams, dirt track teams, uh, just anything that really just helps and, and capitalize and capture that affordable market for the race teams. I, it's something that's so lost anymore that it just seems like you either pay $10,000 for a super nice box or you pay 600 bucks and you don't get anything. So, we try to provide a, a good quality, affordable product made right here outside of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania to, to help racers out that they can organize and stay organized and, and, and get to the track and, and be efficient every day. Cause you know, when we're out there, you know, time, time is everything. So let's talk about your product then. What, what, how are you making it? Uh, from what uh, you've told me, this thing is super durable. It's powder coated. Um, you know, just tell us a little bit more about these carts. Sure. So uh, our, our biggest seller right now has been our quarter midget tables. Uh, they're set up tables, portables. You can uh, break them down, put them in your trailer, get to the track, put them together. Uh, everything's made of, of quality, made in America steel. Uh, we make everything from raw materials here in our shop uh, on our property in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, we finish everything with a, a durable powder coat. So that way uh, the product lasts. Uh, everything's fully welded. Uh, we don't like to send anything outside the door that doesn't represent, you know, true true racing quality. That's that's outstanding. How um, how much are you selling these for? So our basic, you know, quarter midget carts, you know, they start right around three ninety nine. Um, one of our big sellers that we've had for race teams, uh, and we've even kind of got into the drag market racing, right? We won't, uh, but uh, is our is our crew chief box. It comes uh, two fuel can holders on it. Uh, comes complete with a toolbox. It's got 1,200 pound capacity, and the guys love them. I mean, when you when you when you're coming home Friday night to load up the race car, and you got to unload your toolbox into your trailer, then go out and race, drop all your tools all over the place trying to find them, and then come home at midnight and then unload your toolbox again, it just becomes frustrating. So we provide a solution that you know you load up your toolbox, you can pull it right on your trailer, you can pull it off in the pit, your tools are right there for you. Um, you know, and it just makes sense. It, it really does. You get home, you're tired. You had a great night. You had a bad night, but at the end of the day, you know your tools are safe and you're ready to go for next week. That's great. I, I assume you're willing to ship them. Yeah, we will ship anywhere across the country. Uh, we do. Uh, the best thing to do for us, if you want a pit box shipped or a pit cart shipped, to contact us for a shipping quote. Uh, right now, we're partnering with RNL carriers to deliver them, but also most of our products are set up tables, bending bars, stuff like that. We can ship 
via UPS ground. And most uh, we've shipped all the way from you know from Gettysburg, Pennsylvania to uh, Spokane, Washington. We just sent some stuff to uh, California. So um, you know we're we're really excited. We've seen a tremendous growth by ensuring we provide a a, a good product at a good value for the racer. That's that's absolutely outstanding. And if they want to find out more information on you, um, Facebook, the best way, where, where do they check you out? Sure. You can check us out at TPRcarts with a K dot com, or you can visit our Facebook page at Tanner Phillip Racing. Uh, and, and both of them, you know, you can send us a message, uh, give us a call or contact information on our website and on our Facebook page. Uh, we also build custom pit boxes and, and, and solutions. So if somebody needs a tire rack or they're looking for something specific we can help them out that that is absolutely outstanding well we're we're very happy happy to have you on um you know i hope this message gets out i think probably over half of the guys that race sprint cars in the day started out in go-karts they started out in these quarter midgets um you know so i just think it's a great place to start and what you're offering I think is, you know, it's American made and it's great for, you know, almost all the race teams. So before I let you go, is there anything else you want to say? No, I just, uh, my question for, uh, uh, for, um, uh, Lance tonight is, uh, what, what big race, uh, if they've announced one, you're looking forward to most uh, to race at. All right. That sounds great. I'll make sure I ask him that. All right. Sounds great. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Rich. All right. We'll see you.